Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life, to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can let go, make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. So if you're a regular listener to One of a Kind You, welcome back. I'm so excited that you decided to join us for another episode. If you're new to One of a Kind You, welcome. I'm excited to have you here as well. Uh, Usually the way the podcast works is I read a journal entry of mine and then I reflect on what I know now as a certified life coach and what I wish I had known then in the thick of the struggle. But today you're in for a special treat because we have Coach Brad with us. His name is Brad Carlson and he, um, I will introduce you as I know him and then I'll let him fill in the blanks. So um, I met him through a podcasting swap. So Brad is a podcaster. He has a great podcast and the name is very long. So I will let him do it because I always say it out of the wrong order, but hold on, I had actually written down. So I actually give it a whirl and say it. So it's be well, be safe, be happy and eat ice cream podcast. And that was the one thing about his podcast style that was like, yes, I need to be on that podcast because ice cream is my life. I joke and say it's part of my genetic makeup. So when I was like, he eats ice cream and I eat ice cream, I have to be a guest on his podcast. So in addition to podcasting, Brad is also, I don't know if you consider yourself a life coach, Brad, but that's how I'm going to describe you. He's a life coach and he helps people with transforming areas of their life where they feel stuck or they might need some extra help. So um, how did I do for that intro, Brad? Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Actually. Yeah. Life coach or health coach. There's a lot of overlap between the two. I think uh, health coaching fo- focuses a tad bit more on, on the uh, health side yeah. uh, versus the life side, but there's certainly a lot of overlap between the two. And yeah, you nailed the podcast name. Uh, high five on that one. You did a great job. I read it. I would get it mixed up. I just know the eat ice cream part. <laughs> that works. That works. Yeah. Well, uh, let me talk about the eat ice cream part real quick. Yeah. Cause uh, that, that a lot of people seem to, to get a kick out of that. So I actually did a post on uh, my Facebook page the other day. It's like, you know, I, I had this picture of ice cream and like, so what is it about ice cream? And if you think about ice cream, when you're actually eating ice cream, what's going on in your world? And I asked these questions. I asked, are you smiling? Mm-hmm. Are you happy? Are you yeah. enjoying the moment? Are yeah. you laughing? Are you stressed out about whatever you got going on X, Y, Z, you know, later mm-hmm. on? And the answer is most likely if you're eating ice cream, you're smiling, you're happy, you're laughing, you're living in the moment you're not worried about what's going on tomorrow or later that day i'm like that's the whole point of life yes i love it the whole point of life is to smile to laugh to be happy to live in the moment and ice cream is such a great metaphor for that and that's and actually it took me some time to figure that out too but that's really what ice cream is about and it's just about smiling and laughing and, and being joyful and living in the moment and ice cream is, is a great way to do that so and it's also about balance um yeah. as, you, as you and i know also kim you know we go through life and even you know if we're living a more purposeful meaningful life as you and i have, have kind of discovered and figured out you can get swayed too far to one end like in my case i got swayed way to the healthy end of the I went from like super unhealthy to yeah. super healthy and yeah. neither one works. Yes. Tell you from experience, obviously being super unhealthy, that's kind of obvious doesn't work. But when you're super right. healthy, when you get to that point, like OCD obsession with healthy, yeah. with eating everything, like if it's not 
green, I ain't touching it. If it's yes. a flake of sugar, I ain't touching it. Yeah. That, that doesn't work either. And so no, some and I'll our, never get there because I don't have that level of discipline. So I say yeah. like, Oh, I'm going to go sh- no sugar for a whole month. And by the end of the month, I'm like, Oh my God, this is torture. So I will never go uh, to that extreme of OCD with no sugar and only eating green things. I um, the struggle. I mean, it's not hard to get to that place. Um, especially when you start feeling good and you notice that your body is changing in such amazing ways, your mindset is changing, your energy level is changing. And you think like, yes, I want more of this and more and more and more. And, 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 you know, I, I did go to that extreme of being too healthy and it was absolutely miserable. And I won't, I, I won't get into the story of how I, you know, learned to, to find balance. That would be a whole nother podcast and too, yeah. too, too, too much time here. Uh, but a key part that I learned this, that might help your, your viewers is it's really, and you know, this uh, Kim, it's about tuning into your intuition. Your intuition yeah. will tell you what to eat and when to eat. And, oh, Hey, it's okay to have ice cream right now. Or, you know what? I've had ice cream the last two days. I better back off. It's, it's right. And this is, this is, I mean, one of the whole keys of life, secrets of life. If you want to be, you know, that happy, healthy lifestyle that we talk about, what is your intuition telling you when it comes to exercise, when it comes to food, when it comes to planning that next stage of your life, taking that next action step, you know, climbing that staircase towards whatever your top of the mountain is or whatever your top of the staircase is, your intuition will work when it comes to food and eating too. So that ice cream that I got the other day that I posted on uh, my social media, that was my first ice cream cone in probably two or three months. So it's not like something I do all the time. Right. My intuition was like, you know what, Brad? you worked hard let's go get some ice cream and, and yes. I was so in the moment I loved it and you can see I'm my voice is changing I'm getting excited yeah. and so that's more to the point than just eating ice cream what life is really all about is just allowing your intuition to guide you with whatever you eat and with whatever you do and with literally with whatever you say I, I I'll, I'll go off on a quick tangent of I'll be sure. real quick I promise I was working with a um a friend uh, the other day, uh, I do a spiritual practitioner class also. And I just asked him a simple question and he just went, you know, da, 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 da. And you could hear he was all in his head and he was stuttering mm-hmm. and trying to think of what to say. And I said, okay, uh, I'll just change his name to Jim. I don't want to say his real name, but also say, Jim, just take a deep breath, go inside. I'm going to ask you the same question. I don't want you to think about it. I just want you to follow, let your intuition speak for you. And he did that. And his answer was like five set or excuse me, five words. That was it. And it was just so profound. I'm like, I was like, dude, where'd that come from? Yeah. He didn't even know where that came from. Yeah. It was just, and it was, and it made so much sense versus like the 10 sentences that he had just rambled off trying to sound important or intelligent. And so my whole point is, is just allow our intuition to, to guide us and to lead us in anything we eat, anything we say, we think, and and it's pretty profound. And the amazing part is not what it does for you, but what it does for the other person. Cause when he finally kind of spoke from his heart, that, that would be kind of more of a easier way to say it. And by heart, I don't mean that the, the organ heart, you know, when you say yeah. follow your heart or speak from your heart, I'm telling, I'm talking about that spiritual essence, that spiritual presence. Yeah. Like who you are deep down, like speaking yeah, from yeah. that place, not yeah. who you think uh, people want you to be, or not the yes. quote unquote person that you should be and show up as, but like who you are, yes. like deep down, if there was no judgment and you knew that whatever you said would be 100% accepted, that's the place. 
And when he did that, it moved me. And so that's my point. Mm -hmm. When you do that in your life, you're going to move that person you're interacting with to a place that you didn't even think possible. I still have goosebumps. This was like three, four days ago when I think about it, uh, when he did that, just that very short, like, I don't think it was more than five words. And I'm like, Jim, dude, you just give me like a whole essay on the same question, you know, trying to think of it from your head. And now you just gave me a couple, a couple of words. So yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's so uh, more to the point. That's eating ice cream. That's that's what it's about. Yeah. Having yeah. fun, enjoying life, but also listening to your inner inner guidance. I, I've heard it called a couple different things, your inner yeah. guidance, your intuition, your heart, your spirit. Yeah, your higher self. Yeah, yeah. your heart self. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and so it's interesting because in your um journey, you started this whole journey is because you decided that you were unhealthy you felt like you needed to lose some weight. And so you went on this journey to do it and you did it. So, um, but then you kind of slid back and I know we all can relate to the sliding, like, oh yes, I got my 15 pounds off. Ah, now I'm back up 25. What happened? Oh, then you slide back down 10. And so give us a little glimpse into what started you on that journey for wanting to get to a more of an ideal weight. You know, I, I was sitting on my, my bed. I was still married at the time, sitting on my bed. And I had for men what we call a pot belly or Santa mm-hmm. Claus belly or a spare tire. And I just looked at that. And I the word I could describe myself was disgusted. I had just become yeah. disgusted with myself. How did I let myself get this way? I, I had been fairly active most of my life through my teens and 20s. And then when I got 30 and, of course, settled down and married, was raising a kid, life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. And I was massively overweight. And so, yeah, so I went on this adventure to, to lose the weight. And my whole story is I went a year and I didn't lose a single pound. Yeah. So during that year, I got a new weapon that I call determination. And then I went on this P90X program where I lost all the weight. But at the end of P90X, I didn't know what to do next. And in that first week after the program, I gained 12 pounds back in one yeah. week. Yeah. And I knew that because my belt one day is like, I couldn't get it on the notch that I had just done i'm like what's going on here so i stepped on the scale and i couldn't believe it um so it it became so i have a question for you okay how did you commit i mean because most people when we don't lose a pound like in two weeks we're like screw it that's it we're done but you were committed i mean a whole year you were showing up for yourself you were trying to make healthy choices so I, that for me is just like, wow, you went a whole year with seeing no results and you still kept at it. So actually, let me back up and let me clarify. So I so the, November 2009, I sat on my, my sofa and, and was disgusted with myself from November 2009 to November 2010. I did not do a single thing. Oh, OK. I was going to yeah, say, so well, a little, little different for a whole story. year and not have any results, but just keep on going like, wow, that's quite the level of perseverance. So now let me answer you how I did do that because now jump ahead a year, November, 2010, I was like disgusted. This is pathetic. A whole year has gone by and I didn't do anything. So then I got on the high horse and did P90X and all that. Lost the weight, lost 40 some odd pounds. I didn't lose my initial last 10 or 15 pounds that all men have until about gosh, six years later, that's another story. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, so yeah, I gained 12 pounds back the first week. And then, so how did I stay committed and persevere? I set external goals. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, the first one I said, okay, I'm going to go on this big hiking adventure trip. I'm a hiker and adventurer that I've owed that's been in my blood. And I, there was a popular show with Bear Grylls called, 
Call of the um, Wild or something. He goes out in the wild and lives yes. off land and all that. So I signed up. Yeah, for we a love Bear Girls. So uh-huh. we we watched all of his shows, and I for right now I'm totally blanking on the name of the show, but I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, and I'm we always are fascinated and amazed at what he's able to do. So yes, huge Bear Girls fans. So I set an external goal to stay in shape to get ready for that, and that was about four months because mm-hmm. P90X was an external goal, and then this camping hiking trip was an external goal. I achieved both of them. I did the camping hiking trip, came back the first week after that hiking trip, I gained six pounds. Yeah. Okay. This is the key. This is the real key for anybody listening. If you want to keep weight off permanently, I guess, or if you really want to elevate your life and, and live a life of, of fulfillment, you have to switch that external reason to an internal reason. Yeah. It has a lot about that here on one of a kind you, it's gotta be the internal. And my internal reason, it was a week after I got back from that hiking trip, I was in my, I had a home gym in my garage and I was just trying to work out and I was just not motivated, not happening. And that's, I don't think I talk about it, that part of my story in my podcast episode, that first Very briefly. But that's when I had my miracle, like the bolt of lightning hit me. I just simply got up, was frustrated. And I asked the question I asked myself was, why am I doing this? Yeah. So if you're, people say, you know, in, in personal development or life coaching to don't ask why, but I, I disagree with that. I think why is a very powerful question. When yeah. you understand the why, everything that you're doing in your life has a reason behind mm-hmm. it. If you're overeating, there's a reason that yeah. you're doing that. If you're not motivated, there's a reason you're not motivated. If you are motivated, there's, there's a, re- it's always a why. And when you discover yeah. the why behind your life, your, your life will change forever. And mm-hmm. if, in my case, I just asked that question, why am I doing this, this being, you know, working out and training. Mm-hmm. And it took me back to what happened on that week long hiking trip that I had just finished. I, I got to this crazy place where I was completely dead. I had no mental energy left, no physical energy, no, no anything left. Like we had, we fasted the entire week pretty much too. Oh, I can't. So, yeah. If I don't eat, I get, I get nasty. And I so, need food. Yeah. In that moment, my internal why came to me, you know, Hey, if I take care of my body, mind, and spirit, my body, mind, and spirit will take care of me. And that is so true. And the metaphor I use your car, if you take care of your car, keep it tuned up the oil chain, it's going to get you from point A to point B in a safe and timely manner. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. For a long time to come. Same thing with your body, your temple, I call it. If you take care of it, it will take care of you and get you to a nice, you know, we never know what will happen, but ideally get you to a nice ripe old age where you don't need walkers. You don't need blood pressure medicine. You don't need a wheelchair um, like that. And once I discovered my internal why that's what set the ball in motion. Um, But then there was still a piece I was missing. And I noticed in in your podcast description, you talk about this idea of being unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. So I was very fit and I talk about this somewhere else too. I was very fit and on the verge of being healthy, but I didn't understand what was healthy. What did it mean to be healthy? I thought originally being healthy meant your blood chemistry was good. You could run a mile in a certain time, um, you know, stuff like that, the real tangible stuff. But what I've learned in my journey for me personally is healthy has nothing to do with that. That's fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not healthy. Right. Um, so I was becoming very fit but I wasn't healthy. And on top of that, not only was I not healthy, I was very, very unfulfilled still. And I didn't, didn't understand what was going on. And so jump ahead many, many years later, um, the secret sauce, the secret recipe to, to being healthy for me, my definition of being healthy now is how do I feel? 
How yeah. am I feeling? Am I excited about this? If I'm not excited about this, why am I doing it? Again, mm-hmm. there's that why question. Well, because I have a job and I got, and I have to, you know, pay the bills, which is very valid reason. But then you have to go back and find a meaning and purpose in that job that you're currently working. Yes. Um, so life works itself out and in, in, in the process of life itself. But when I finally figured out what my definition of healthy was for me. And again, that definition is, is how I feel. How am Mm -hmm. I feeling in the moment? And then when I realized, oh, I'm unfulfilled because I'm not following my inner guidance. I'm not following my intuition. I'm following my head. I'm following my brain. I'm following logic. I'm not following my heart. As people say, I'm following my head. And there's a big difference. I mean, I had, I had the job, I had the house, I had the career, I had some great vacations, but I was unfulfilled. And Mm -hmm. You know, my marriage went downhill. I lost my house to the bank and, and the, when the economy collapsed from 2008 to 2012. And it took me several years and whatnot to, to kind of uncover some of this. And so here, let me share this one tip with you. I love to talk yeah. about this. So in my last podcast episode, number 25, I just talk about this. No matter what you want to have happen in your life, this is the number one thing that you have to do. You have to be that thing that you want to become. Yeah. If you want to become, so choose your thing you want to become. If you want to become an entrepreneur, you have to make that decision in your mind. I am an entrepreneur. Be an entrepreneur. If you want to be, I chose to be healthy. That was the biggest decision I made in my life is I chose to be healthy. And now you and I are talking, uh, Kim, I'm choosing now in my life to be a podcast entrepreneur. So you have to be the thing that you wish to become. It's like Gandhi said, be the change you, and that's the very first step. If you want to keep weight off, permanently forever get out of the yo-yo cycle the up down cycle be that thing you wish to be with regards to your health so what is it you wish to be do you wish to be healthy like i chose do you wish to be a thriving active strong powerful woman then be that thing and everything you do in your life should support that vision of you being that so eating this or eating that or or not doing activity would not support that that higher vision you have of yourself and then here's here's you'll understand this kim that that thing that you choose to be that can't come from your head that has to be in alignment with your values and your your uh, internal guidance that has to be who you are you have to bring forth who you are so me who i am in my life i am healthy Mm -hmm. i am being this thing called healthy and now in my life i am learning to be this thing called podcaster and entrepreneurial podcaster so be the thing first that you wish to be and as long as that is if it's coming from your head it's not going to work as i found out too yeah Um, I tried to be a millionaire in the beginning. I tried to be a real estate or flip houses. That was all in my head and watching TV shows. Um, That wasn't lined up with the values in my heart. So you got to be lined up with the values in the heart and choose that you wish to be. And then things just start showing up. It's kind of weird. It's that way. Law of attraction or something. I don't know. Yeah. Manifestation, all the buzzwords, but I have a question. So what prevented you from taking action for that whole year because you didn't like what you saw when you looked down and you saw the extra weight on but yet you didn't do anything for one whole year so what kept you stuck where you were and not taking action uh lethargy apathy and i think here's a key uh the greatest the greatest gifts we could ever have is failure. Mm-hmm. And what happened in that first year where I didn't, I didn't do anything. I didn't even go for a walk. I didn't get on the bike. And I had, I had a weight bench in my garage already. I had an exercise bike, everything, but I was missing a key ingredient. And because I didn't do anything that first year, I got that second year, I got that key ingredient, which was determination. 
-hmm. And you absolutely have to have that to be the thing I just talked about, to be the thing that you wish to be, you have to have that that, that intangible ingredient of determination. And I didn't have it that first year, just for what it was just apathy. I was not ready in my journey yet. Uh, mm-hmm. to do that. I can't speak for other people, but for me in my life, it's always about timing and when it's yeah. going to happen, it will be. So yeah, that first year, I, I was literally one year to the date, November, 2009 to November, 2010, that like nothing, like I didn't take any action at all. And yeah. The only thing I can say was lethargy, apathy. Um, I had the equipment in my garage. I yeah. had some knowledge. I have a back, I had a background in sports science and soccer and all that. I just, life got over, but I needed that extra year to give me that determination that say, mm-hmm. okay, I now, now let's get serious. But again, yeah. I started out with having external goals, which is good. But every time you have an external goal, this is what happens. People lose weight. They lose 50 pounds. They reach that external goal. Well, now what? Mm-hmm. If you don't have another external goal, and if you don't keep doing everything you did to lose that 50 pounds, mm-hmm. then it just comes right off. So I, got to the end of P90X, I didn't know what to do next. And, yeah. and I, I didn't understand about healthy eating then. I was still eating very similar. Um, you can you can get a healthy eating recipe book and, and to do that. But if you don't have a reason to eat healthy, yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna be there. And the reason is again, you have to choose who you wish to be. So finally I think about year three or four. Um, I had my internal why, but it hasn't really chosen to be healthy yet. I think it was about 2014. So about, oh gosh, four years into the journey, mm-hmm. I finally made a decision to choose to be healthy. And that's yeah. when I really started to change. And that's for anyone listening, choose the thing you wish to be, make that decision and choose who it is you wish to be. And that's how your life starts and will change. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so valuable that they hear the length of your journey. Because I think oftentimes we, not just in weight loss, but in so many things, there's this, um, you know, we're all about the instant gratification. And so there yeah. are so many sources out there that say, oh, you can lose 50 pounds in 90 days and keep it off. And then 90 days comes and goes, and then it doesn't happen. And then we think, oh my God, there must be something wrong with me because I didn't do it. And so then that alone right there is enough for us to spiral backwards. So I think it's so important to emphasize that this is a journey of the long haul. This is not an overnight success. This is not something that happens. You make the decision and then things just start rolling and falling into place. This is something that you made the decision. It took you a little while to get started, but once you got started, you made that committed commitment. You have that determination to follow through and you were willing to a learn new things and you were willing to recognize when something wasn't working and try something else. But I think you were also willing to have a little bit of grace with yourself, you know, recognizing like, okay, well, I did P90X and I lost all this weight, but uh oh, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. Okay, something's still not right, but that's okay because I'm it's a work in progress. So let me find something else that's going to help me. And I think that's the other important piece of the puzzle too. It's just not throwing in the towel and just writing yourself off as a failure, but looking at those things that aren't necessarily working as motivation, as fuel to find something that does and find that, that mindset. Cause I think so often like you, it took you a year. I think we're comfortable and that comfortableness keeps us where we are. So it's, we have to get really sick and tired of being sick and tired before we're like, yes, now, now I'm going now, now the car is in gear. And so I just think that's such an important aspect to, you know, to really focus on in your journey is that, just because you have the awareness that wasn't enough 
for you to take the action. And it's a long journey. It's not an overnight journey. Yeah, it's definitely a marathon. In fact, you're still on the journey, Kim. I'm still yes. on the journey. I've been on the journey 13 years now. Yeah, I'm eight years I'm, in. Okay, yeah, and I'm still blown away by what I've learned, but I've kept the, kept the weight off. I, I lost uh, about 40 pounds initially, went through the yo-yo cycle, and then had lost the 40 and then managed to keep it off. But as a guy, you know, I still had that extra 10 pounds. It wasn't until I learned about what I call intermittent eating or what mm-hmm. some folks know more as intermittent fasting, uh, and I implemented that in a way that, that is not found in a medical textbook. I think I implemented it. That's a whole nother podcast, how I implemented it. The, the whole 16, eight, I, I don't believe in that, but, uh, but anyway, I did intermittent eating and that helped me to lose the last 10. And now I've developed these habits and everything. It's, it's just a lifestyle, but I, I, I want to point out one more thing, uh, yeah. Kim, to, for you and, and the listeners, everything begins with, with your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it, look at what's going on in your life. And everything that's going on in your life is directly related to what you're thinking. And if you want your outside, what's going on in your outside world to change, change, it's, it sounds cliche, but change your thinking. Everything starts with your thinking. Like just for example, Kim, you just, you picked up your coffee cup just now and and took a sip of coffee before you could do that action. You first had to have that thought, oh, I want to pick this up and and take a sip of coffee. So the thought always comes first and the body always follows the thinking mm-hmm. uh, and actually the, the the true order if we really understand this it goes heart spirit first your brain your thinking tunes into what your heart is saying and then takes action to do that so it literally goes like from the heart to the brain to the body but most of us skip the heart and go brain to body yes like that um yeah, so yeah, if you want survival mode at its finest <laughs> Yeah. 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 Survival mode. Yeah. If you want to yeah. go from surviving to thriving, switch from your head to your heart and start yeah. what your heart is telling you. That's the, the quickest, easiest way to do it. Yeah. And yeah, just take a look at what's going on in your life. And I, I, it sounds crazy, but I promise you everything that's going on in your life is the result of how you're thinking. So if yeah. you have a different life, change your thoughts, change your thoughts yeah. to the life that you want to have. Yes. And it can just be person. one small thought because yeah. Yeah. You know, people are like, oh my God, I don't even know how to change my thought, but it's just one thought. So it's like not changing all the thoughts that you're having. So like, just focus on one area. So it could be your area of health. Maybe that's the area that's the most pressing. So start there. And then once you get that area, we'll say quote unquote under control, but to a place where you feel healthy about it, then you can start tackling other areas. But if we try to do too many things at one time and change too many thoughts at one time, then we usually don't change because it's overwhelming. So um, one thing, like just, just one thought. I, I, I would recommend, yeah, one thought at a time. So another piece of my story, I actually read a book. I don't remember the title of it. This was several years ago. And from that book, I wrote down every single thought I had about every single topic in my life, money, love, yeah. relationships, health, um, you name it. And it was painstaking, but every thought I had, and it took me about six months. And I remember I had 30 some odd pages of notes. So if you yeah. really, you know, wanted to, I don't know if people would get as extreme as me, but again, it was motivated by my why. If I take care of my mind, my body, and my spirit, 
they will take care of me. So I got to yeah, yeah. do the, I got to change the oil. I got to put air in the tires of, of this thing called my mind, spirit, body. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah. And I still do that today. I look at what's going on in my life. I start backwards. I say, okay, this is the, well, this is what's going on. There's always a belief or a thought tied to that thing going on. And then I just ask myself, well, what is the belief I'm having that is causing this to happen in my external world? Yeah. And yeah some crazy these are what we call limiting beliefs in the life yeah. coaching world or false beliefs and you just ask i just ask that question i throw it out to the universe now i don't even try to answer it and about a day or two later that belief like oh i just had this belief that, you know blah 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 you know in order for me brad carlson to be a man you know we have this this machismo ego thing about us this pride in order for me to be a man i have to do this and that was my thinking that was my limiting belief and i went wait a second no, that's not true for me. Yeah. To be a man, what do I really have to do? I have to learn how to love. Yeah. You know, society says as a man, you got to do X, Y, and Z. And that's the machismo part. And that's what I thought that was my belief. And again, mm-hmm. so that was happening in my external world. But then I, re- I, what is my belief I'm having? That is such a powerful question. If you really yeah. want to do the work and improve your life, what is the belief I'm having that is causing this event to happen in my life? It could be like constant stress at work or in the family or, or something. It's always tied to a belief and a thought. Identify what that belief is and then really ask yourself, is that true? Is that, do I really yeah. believe that? And I'm like, no, you know what? I don't really have to believe that to feel like I'm a man. And then I ask myself, well, what do I need to feel? Because you got, once you identify the belief that a niche is created, you got to fill that in with a new belief. So you fill it in with a belief that is empowering, inspiring. I said, you know what, to really be a man in today's world, all I have to do is love. I don't have to do this other stuff that, you know, society says you have to do as a man. No, that's, that's not true. A lot of us men or women, we buy into what society tells us, create this image of who society wants us to be. We have to do this according to society. Not true at all. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the struggle there is so real, especially for moms, because there's this, um, and women in general, you know, there's this, the same struggle, you know, culture, social media, any media source tells us like, as women, we need to be this way as moms, we need to do this. And if you're yeah. not this way, or you're not doing these things and you're a, you're not a beautiful, attractive, yeah. successful woman, or you're not a good mom, you're a bad mom, and you know, you shouldn't have your kids and all these crazy things. And it's those beliefs that really are what get cemented into our mind, because we don't stop to take a look and say like, oh my gosh, that's not 100% true. There's really no evidence that actually supports that I am a bad mom, or I am an unsuccessful woman because of X, Y, and Z. And so the struggle is real on all levels for men and women, the struggle is there. And so I love what you said about just following your inner light, because that's where the values are. That's where your personal values are. That's where you need to operate from, because that's who you truly are. That's what you're truly meant to do and think and say and feel. And without that, we become lost. Yeah. And you and I think have a deeper understanding of this is which is why we're doing our podcast and trying to get other people to have this 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 deeper understanding and everything is tied to to health your physical health which starts with weight um, and how you feel your mental health your spiritual health and your intellectual health and 
it can all be summed up by exactly what you say. Follow that internal guidance, that pilot light, that whatever you call it, that heart and not the organ, but the spirit part. And just yeah. be that thing you wish to be. Be who you wish to be in the world. Uh, make that decision on who you wish to be based on your values in your heart. I My value is health. I am healthy. I am being this thing called healthy and this thing called health coach. Uh, I am a speaker and a communicator. So I am being this thing called speaking and communicating via mm-hmm. this podcast and my own podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I love it. So Brad, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me my website, trainingwithcoachbrad.com. And on there, I've got, you know, a, a tab to my podcast and my videos and, and feel free to sign up for my newsletter. Tons of good tips like this every week. So trainingwithcoachbrad.com. Awesome. And I know you're on Instagram because we're Instagram friends. Um, definitely listen to his podcast. I've been listening. It's great. You'll get tons of golden nuggets from his podcast. Definitely things that you can start implementing right now in your life. And so um, it's been great. I feel like we could chat forever and ever. Um, we, because we really could. Um, and so it's been fantastic. So thank you so much for coming on. And um, if you found this episode helpful, please feel free to share it with a friend because the more the merrier. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, we would greatly appreciate it. I take the time to read all of my reviews so that I can be sure I'm giving you exactly what you're looking for in terms of guidance, resources, support. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of One of a Kind You, and I hope to see you next week.